Hello and welcome to Fae Finders, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast navigating listeners into the vague and supernatural. My name is Sam and I will be your dungeon master for this spooky Halloween one-shot. And playing with me today is the marvelous Max. Hello. The astonishing Ashley Elizabeth. Howdy. The honorable Hannah. Hi! The cool Kai. Heyo. And the amazing Amancio. Greetings, ghouls and goblins. Beautiful. And I would like to welcome back Hannah and Max. Yay. Welcome back for the spooky Thank one you. shot. It's good to be here. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Now let us venture forth into this spooky Halloween special. <laughs> is setting. Five travelers are in a very large canyon with nice, beautiful high sandstone walls engulfing them on either side. The floor is like a sandy, dusty, uh, rock-filled walkway, and the sun is setting. There is a light drizzle coming down from the sky. And the five figures are walking through this cavern. We see a large suit of armor atop a mighty steed. And Amancio, you may explain. So a steel gray suit of a very finely detailed armor sits atop this this jet black steed. And as you sort of see the the wonderful sabatons that go up to the marvelous greaves and the, the fantastically rounded breastplate, you see that there's no helm on this suit of armor, but there is the head of a skeleton, and it flops about as the armor rides along on the horse uh, with his compatriots. This is Lichabod Brains, an animated suit of armor, searching for a way to set his soul free. What's the horse's name, though? That's important. Uh, yeah, seriously. Okay. Reginald. Reginald. Oh, okay. I love it. Good. Perfect. Reginald's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> Reginald. Listen, I don't care what happens in this campaign as long as he's fine by the end. Yeah, of do not. Yeah. No, no, Reginald will survive. <laughs> um, a small fairy creature. And Ashley, explain. So you see, my name is Twinkle. I am this, like, blue-skinned uh, fairy with nice blonde hair, kind of in a mullet, and, um... I'm just this little fairy, and I got this this sort of orange turtleneck on with kind of this brown, uh, like, leather waist cincher and some pretty hot pants um, and some cute little ballet slippers. But around my neck, as I am a holy, a holy little fairy, I, I do have my little pendant of an egg that I wear around my neck. Um, yeah, I'm pretty cute. I got um, 
these mass eyeliner, I don't know, um, they, them pronouns thrown out there. Um, yeah, I'm Twinkle. Oh, you're just special. You can sit on my shoulder any night. <laughs> oh, hi to there. You, I don't know if you're going to say that later once you learn about Twinkle, but we'll see. <laughs> I like the idea it's that the pendant is egg. About it. It's egg-sized, and it just kind of, like, drags her down as she flies. Are they? It's sorry. Them. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. My, yeah. Um, and next, we have a cloaked tiefling. And Kai, you may explain. Uh, yes. So, um... Damaris is a male tiefling, about six foot two. Uh, he's pretty tall and very slenderly built, uh, charcoal black skin uh, with pure white eyes and uh, like a burnt pumpkin orange kind of um, hair that is pulled into a small braid uh, over his shoulder. Um, he is wearing all black clothing, uh, a little bit more fancier looking uh, in like an overcoat, uh, some breeches with some um, knee-high boots that has uh, one dagger on the inside of his right calf and his other dagger is strapped to his uh, his waist. Um, and then over top of it all is a just a long black cloak with a hood that he uh, occasionally pulls up. But um, he's got his horns uh, protrude from each side of his forehead, forehead and uh, wrap kind of up and around uh, towards his chin. Beautiful and spooky. Yes. And next, we have a rotten-looking dwarf. And Max, you may explain. You see an icon. Adorned in skin-tight leather pants, bejeweled and sparkled <laughs> boots, and a finely hemmed uh, shirt with a deep V, Darvo the dwarf, the performer, uh, stands at about four feet tall. He's bleached anime hair styled impeccably and carries a few instruments, weapons, and tools in his designer backpack. Darvo's skin is pale, white, and sickly, and his eyes are a grayish blue. He emanates power and passion. Welcome, welcome Darvo back. <laughs> if, uh, well, hopefully, hopefully no one remembers. Back from the great beyond. <laughs> Everyone will remember Darvo. <laughs> no. And then last but not least, we have a lovely halfling. And Hannah, you may explain. All right. Okay. So, uh, I'm Lucy, and I'm going to punch out your knees. Okay? This is a threat. <laughs> Directly to the listener. <laughs> yes. Watch out. Hey, listeners. I might only be three feet tall, but I'm still going to punch out your knees. Okay. So, <laughs> she's like, okay. Three feet tall, little, a little feisty, little halfling. Uh, she's got like long white hair that's like tied up um, in a ponytail, and she's got kind of like wrapped clothes that are like purple and black and like kind of like Halloweeny colors, you know. But like without the orange, because I'm not an orange enjoyer. Um, <laughs> and then she's got like, I love that phrase. So, okay, I'm sorry. It's just not my. Okay, okay, it's fine. Rip the Maris is fine. Um, and she's got like wrapped arms because she's gonna punch out your knees. Like, like I said, she wears a little necklace with a gemstone on it, and she's got a gold dagger strapped like around her waist. So, yeah, she got. She's also got like blue eyes. Yeah, cool. Lovely. Right. So as you are all walking through this cavernous floor, 
you start to find that there are oil lamps, like old-fashioned um, oil-lit lamps guiding your way through this path. You can see that there is one every five feet or so, and they all lead up to an enormous cave entrance. It's pitch black inside, even dark vision can't see through it. And upon inspection, at the top of the cave, you can see the letters and read, Be wary, the lost souls reside within. Can you set them free from the abyss? Listen, I am here to bring the word, the honking word of our, of our dear God <laughs> to these poor souls. And I will do so in the name of his honkness. Okay. Um, do you want to go down the <laughs> tunnel and, like, see what's there and, like, call back if things are good? Um, and we'll wait in, you know, over here where it's not, uh, not spooky and scary and terrifying. Are yes? you chicken? Wait, 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 wait. I need to know. Uh... Who's his honk? His yeah. great honk. Oh, you just asked the perfect question. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. So, I've never heard of his honkness. I've never heard this, of any sort of... Well, my, uh, my deity is untitled because he is just so great. My, my god, the goose, who terrorizes those in his wake to steal gardening cans and knives and sandwiches, shall come Your god has no untitled. title. But that makes no sense. If he's a god, isn't but that a so title? But so great like, that like, he don't need one. Goose. The untitled goose. His untitled goose. An untitled goose god. I'm just saying that I'm here to bring, I'm here to spread the word. His great honk. <laughs> I uh, Darbo's face kind of like darkens and he's like, there are beings beyond our comprehension without names that will outlive us. Through the beginning of the universe, he like looks around. And he's like, uh, uh, like kind of paces to the corner of the room a little bit. Mm, yes, yes, in indeed. But shall we venture down this dark, mysterious passageway to find what dangers await us? I mean, you sound funny. I can't see, so you gotta wait to see down there. It is. Is the horse good? Oh, fit? Yes. Re Reginald, Re Reginald will fit fine. There's absolutely enough room. Yes. <laughs> yes. For, enough room for two on the. Um, some of us have short legs. You have long legs. Oh I... my god. His name is Reginald. He's so beautiful. Oh. I love thank him. Thank you. Thank you. He does appreciate the compliments. I. Oh my god. I would not ever punch out Reginald's knees. Th that would be never. quite disastrous. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even consider uh, it. So Yo, what was the bedazzled one saying? Um. I, I point at the back of the horse and I'm like, "Can I? Do you mind?" Oh, well, he's just being lazy. Never mind. No, I, I'm if not. I, I'm, it's, it's been a long day. You walked like, all with me. I flew. If, exactly. You can't. Oh, shut you up. Don't I'll walk. carry you. You don't know this struggle. If I allowed you to ride upon Reginald, then I'd have to allow everyone to ride upon Reginald, and we, we simply will not all fit. Uh, besides, well, I, I need to be. To get on that horse, I need so. to be oh, mobile. Look, look, she doesn't. I must be agile for the battle. He doesn't even want. <laughs> Bedazzled one, I can carry you. Get I start, I start flying down um, the tunnel. We gotta start getting going. <laughs> are, are you sure? Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna start. Watch going me. Ahead. I, okay. Oh, fantastic. Ah, uh, yes. There's the initiative I like to see. Lead on, lead on, and I follow right behind. I, I, I hop on the, uh, on the halfling's back. These souls ain't gonna save themselves. 
Uh, and I, I pull out my I pull out my loot and I I am gonna try and carry I pull out my loot okay. and I start strumming. Okay, I would love for you to roll a strength check. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Three. Oh my god, no, you try, you try so hard, but you actually can't, like, he doesn't even make it onto your shoulders, you just kind of fall, and you're both just on oh the ground. Oh my god. You need to eat less sandwiches. You need to watch expensive instruments that you broke, like, you look what you did. Oh my gosh, it's not even broke. Look. It's your fault for trying to get on someone's back you and swallowing you. DM, I'm still going. The judgment is still poor. So you guys start heading into the cave. Yes. Just like, screw these guys. I'm yeah. going. Yeah. As you, as you are kind of like dusting yourselves off and having that conversation, you all kind of follow um, and start entering into the cave. And once you have entered, you find that the blackness that you just saw from the entrance has been illuminated with clusters of these oil lamp lanterns. And they fill the room and it is a beautiful beige of sandstone. Um, and you look back at the entrance once you've entered and you can see that it is now closed and has become solid rock. How see, we should let the fairy well, up first. How considerate of someone to leave these lanterns burning for us? You're more worried about the lanterns than the fact that the exit's closed. All oh, right, cool. well, where's your sense of adventure? The exit's closed, sure, but there will be another one at the other end. My sense of adventure is not in caves. It's like above ground. Is it anywhere? Yeah. I feel like this is just deja vu. <laughs> I don't know from where, but it feels like you don't feel like anywhere is good enough. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, but fortunately enough for you all, there are three paths that go in front of you. Um, and there are cave drawings on each of the walls marking each entrance. On the first path to the left, you see cave drawings depicting war. There are people with spears and demon shadowy creatures that are uh, engaged in combat. On the path to the center, you can see that there is a depiction of people who are sick. You can see uh, dark clouds above their heads as they're lying and looking doubled over. And on the third, to the right, you can see cave drawings depicting natural disasters. You can see landslides going onto people. You can see tornadoes twisting. And you can see flash floods in huge waves engulfing the people that are trying to run away from these disasters. Each cave is very well lit. You can't see completely into the darkness, but you can see that there is oil lamps that will light your path as you traverse through each pathway. Way. Great. So, Mancio, um, how do we think we want to tackle this? So, we got cave paintings, probably red ochre that was most commonly used. Um, <laughs> uh, it could be mixed with some charcoal as well. Uh, you know, mm -mm -mm. or berries. Yes. Yeah. Of course. They are red and black drawings. Yeah. Oh, so charcoal and red ochre. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you fools! You don't even know stone cutting. Who let the you don't even have stone cutting. I, I stone cut all, all over the stone. <laughs> You're gonna stone cut. You stone what? I, I was, my my the dwarven uh you know ability that no one has ever gotten the chance to use that you uh, can see the history of stone. It wouldn't even apply here. It's fine. No, not really. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's beautiful beige sandstone. 
It's quite smooth. There are a little bit of protruding uh, jets out of rock, so it does look a little bit sharp in some places, but for the most part, it's very smooth and lovely sandstone. Darba kind of waddles over to the uh, to the second one. He's like, so if we have to fight these things, like the sick one, right? Like, I, I could I could fight a sick person. Like, I'm not, well, not saying we should, my, but if I have to. My dwarven friend, it appears that these represent war, disease, disaster, all manner of, of horrific things. Regardless well, of which path system, we venture down. So it's down, fine. <laughs> regardless of which path we venture down, we are surely in, in store for some some grave and terrifying danger. I say war, because, like, let's face it, at least you can fight whatever down there. I think essential oils. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'll, oh I'm not going to get sick. I'm fine. Let's go to the disease <laughs> one. I got it. I, absolutely not. That Speak for seems yourself. very... Yeah. So, yes, you you are faced with these three choices... One path leads down to depictions of war. One path leads down to depictions of sickness. And one to natural disasters. Darbo, you did say you were quite hearty, didn't you? I myself I... am entirely immune to disease, so p- perhaps you make a good point. I've been known to be, be quite virile. Hmm, yes. Okay, but like... I feel like the war path is the best because I, I I could potentially punch out someone. You can punch out a sick person, and that's like okay. But I feel but like if we're the ones getting sick. If we're fighting sickness, yeah, that's what I'm. Then I'd have to punch out your knees, and I don't think anyone. I don't think any of us want that. I don't think I could reach your knees because like we're we're kind of the same <laughs> height, so I'd have to punch out your nose instead. I don't think any. I don't think you. I measures do that. everyone's know, greatness by how much destruction they can do. So if you cannot. Do as much destruction as me. I will. I won't look there. I, you gotta prove yourselves to me. That's all I'm saying. If you're gonna come on me, with okay. My so, the war path. We can prove ourselves to little fairy over here. I won't have to punch out anyone's knees except the bad guys. And then we also I like to cut sick. things. That, that sounds like that sounds like better. I also don't want to fight a rock. Like, that sounds also unideal. <laughs> Fine. I'll, I'll go as long as if we have to go to war, I get to sit on the horse. If Deal. it comes to battle, one of you may mount Reginald and ride alongside me. Can, can I Can I do it now? If it comes to battle, now let us be off. Everybody's going down the path to the left? Yes. yes. Take us down. Beautiful. You're off to war. <laughs> All right. Woo! You go down this path. All I can think of is hi ho, hi ho. It's like we got a fairy, a dwarf, and a halfling, so like it kinda yeah. it kinda fits. Also, I feel like uh the tiefling could definitely carry all three. Probably. Of Absolutely. I have a vivid uh, image I mean, of a shoulder if they wanted, so let's make a totem. I have a vivid <laughs> a totem bowl. Oh a vivid God. image of Twinkle just like hanging out inside the skull of the skeleton on a... Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I love that actually. I'm gonna turn to the the. Uh, I'm sorry, I completely blanked on the name. Uh, the dwarf and just terrible. Like, mm, <laughs> not you. Uh, I'm gonna turn to the halfling and just be like, "You can ride on my shoulders if you want." Oh, you're offering me a ride. Oh, that's so sweet of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna like try and just like straight up jump onto your shoulders. I bet okay. I can do it. <laughs> Six feet two, but sure, go for it. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm a monk. Okay, bet. It's quite a large cavern, so 
it's it's not too bad. You can fit a horse and a full person on top in like yeah, you're fine. All right. Yeah, it's I'm just good. gonna I'm just gonna run and jump and, and <laughs> just do some parkour shit on shoulders. off the walls onto my shoulders. Oh my oh, god! Pretty, if pretty you're much. gonna do that yeah. kind of shit, I want. You, sorry, if you're gonna do that kind of stuff, I want you to do athletics. <laughs> if you're gonna try what about and acrobatics? jump, what about acrobatics? <laughs> well, okay, it's, it's uh, acrobatics thing. is fine. Um, it is a dex thing. Okay, I got a twenty-five. Okay, yeah, you you parkour hardcore parkour. Oh <laughs> yeah, on his shoulders. <laughs> this is this is the only reason you play a monk so that you can do cool hardcore shit. Okay, parkour. it's just, like, it's mm, fun. Not bad. I'm here for the flavor. Monks taste great. Oh my goodness, delicious. <laughs> um, so oh, as you are walking down this hallway um once you've entered into the darkness the lanterns uh start to illuminate your path so you can see through um and the path isn't very long so um you walk for approximately five minutes and then when you emerge into this great cavern where you can see that there is a great river running through it the walls have green bioluminescent specks covering and casting an eerie glow you see many translucent blue figures being slaughtered by red translucent figures the room is filled with screaming and these spirits are being tormented and you also see two shadowy figures standing in the middle of the river you cannot make out what the figures are but you do see that there are two and they look like they're moving around and and they're kind of like through the the shadow and darkness you can kind of see them like twitch with energy whoa what are those (laughs) how close are they the shadowy figures or the spirits the the two specific figures that the ones that are in battle uh those two are like in the center of this great river so you do you want to roll like an investigation to see like how deep the river is or like yeah okay sure yeah uh, I got a investigation, so 10 plus 1. So an 11? Uh, yes, 11. You dip your toe, and your ankle goes in, and then you get scared, and then you pull it back up. Like, you don't quite hit the bottom with your, like, once your ankle, you reach your ankle, and then you get scared, and you pull it back. Wait, so are these figures under the water, then? No, they're, like, are in they- the center of this river so they're like almost not quite floating on top of it but they're on they're like so they're walking on water floating on top of it yeah how many feet away like approximately um approximately like 15 so the river looks to be about 30 feet wide and it's like you can't even see where it starts and where it ends it just is this huge great river like running through this chamber uh and it it's coming essentially from like in the wall there's an opening where this river is going through and then on the other side there's another opening where the river is trailing off so it's a running it's running water okay. i'm gonna look up at lucy and just be like uh how do you feel about getting wet uh i mean it's all right as long as i just start walking how, into how the like- river <laughs> oh, oh god all right okay oh okay <laughs> okay i'm gonna try and, i'm gonna try and stand up on her shoulders. okay yeah uh and like hold i'm gonna use i'm gonna like hold on to the horse i'm gonna allow you to just do it with your 25 from earlier because that you, yeah. you're hardcore yeah. parkouring yeah um so when nice. uh damaris goes into the water it's about like shin deep 
Okay. It's pretty fast moving, but not enough that you would like falter, but it's it's like or not shindy, like up to your knee, basically. Okay. So it's not too bad. Figures. Oh, that wasn't bad at all. Just just don't fall. Got it. Such horrifying depictions of callous slaughter. Have at ye and I start riding towards the nearest like red spirity figure and trying to stab it with my lance. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so you can kind of make out that one, uh, or actually, no, roll roll a investigation. Sure thing. Uh, hmm, that is not great. That's a four. <laughs> oh, they just both look like blobs. You mm. can't make out any depic- like features or any kind of like distinguishing characteristics. They just like shadow, like large shadowy blobs. Um, so you ride up to them and you just pass through them. They are not tangible to your uh, trying to make contact. Such mystifying illusions. How horrid. Uh, I yell out. <laughs> I yell out. They don't have any knees. Oh shit! <laughs> what? Oh, the is this? Hey, hey! I want to just turn to one of the spirits, but why are you screaming? What the hell's going on? <laughs> They're just scream. They go like, uh, help me! <coughs> yeah, but like why? Uh, Okay, you're not very. Anyone in here got any idea of what's going on? They just throw yeah, it um, How are we supposed to help him if he's just screaming they like ask that? Like, in the middle? I don't know what to do. Like the there is quite a significant number of them. There looks to be about fifteen of these blue figure, blue spirits being slaughtered by fifteen uh, red ones. So there's one tormented soul per like set. Can I try and punch one of the red ones? You can try. I hate ghosts. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I don't think I have magic punches or anything. So, if it needs that, then it's just going to, like, miss. Yeah, so, so you you walk. Should I even roll the I'm not even no? no, I'm not even going to make you go through <laughs> that. Um, you go up to the nearest one closest to you. You try and punch this red spirit thing. Uh, and it just goes straight through it. It kind of makes a little whoosh. Like through, you know, like when you're like going through smoke, it just makes a whoosh, but yeah. then it forms back together, and you can also hear the clanging of swords uh, onto the solids of other people. I got, I got a real question for anyone here undead. Um, I suppose. No. I don't know where you get that uh, idea. Definitely not. I'm pretty sure I'm alive. I am the most alive now that I have ever been. Uh, Alright, well, if you're... I just gotta make sure that I cannot see you. Um, because I'm just gonna try doing something. So, if you're... Alright, so I you... Run, I run to the back of the cavern. Like, I, I, like... Like, I'm like, um... <laughs> not to do with what you're saying. I'm just gonna uh, check over here. Lichabod, do you mind getting out of my ass out, oh, please? Yeah, not at all. And I kind of, like... Rock Reginald over to the Just corner. close your I eyes. I hear that too many often. Duh. No, it's just this thing I gotta see. So um, I'm just gonna channel some of my honking divinity, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do turn undead. Um, so as an action, you present your holy symbol. I put up my goose egg up to the 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 sky, and I hold it in my hand, and I speak my little prayer. I go, ha ha ha. 
<laughs> and in this little prayer, I'm like, dear, dear goose above, please in this room, each undead that I can see within 30 feet, make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. If that creature fails at saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until... Uh, until it takes any damage. My favorite scripture. A turned creature must spend its turn trying to move away as possible from me. Amen. It can't willingly move towards 30 feet with, of me. Um, can't use reactions, etc., etc. Amen. It's a good prayer. <laughs> Alright. Okay, that is a fail. <laughs> just on yeah. one of the creatures that you, um... Each creature. Yeah, just one of them, though. The spirits are, like, non-effectual. They're kind of, like, they just, they don't have any effect happen to them. Um, they're just still, like, going about their business. But you can see one of the shadowy figures uh, kind of, like, almost rebukes this, um, like, attack. Yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> Come fight us. Um, so you just see one of these large shadow figures just, like, running to the very back of the cavern. You can see it kind of recoil and just kind of, like, make awful noises. Like, <laughs> like that. Um, Darvo, did you say you were investigating the back of the wall? I was running away from... Um, oh, I see. So Twinkle. just cowardice. But, gotcha. but <laughs> I, I mean, he's going to look at the wall while he's running towards it, I'm sure. He's got okay. dark vision. He can see some things. You can see some things. There's bioluminescence. It's actually quite beautiful, but eerie at the same time. Do you want to roll a perception check? I'll roll a perception check. I got 16 plus uh, 3 for my perception check. Oh, amazing. Perfect. Okay. So um, as you're kind of like searching around um, closer to the back wall, you see that there is a small wicker basket kind of um, like adjacent to the river um, you kind of see it like a little bit further down um, and you see that it's just kind of it's sitting there it's just this little like beautifully woven uh, dark like almost uh, cedar wicker basket I, uh, I waddle up to it and I poke it um, as you waddle over to it, you can see that it contains nice. a beautiful abalone shell. It is shaped as a cup, and there is a sticky and gross-smelling liquid contained within it. I pick up the basket, and I start waddling over to the other. Drink it! I dare you! This is nice. You do notice like that there it. is enough liquid for each of you to drink. Ooh. I know we'll we didn't pick like the sickness one, but this seems off. Delightful Darbo, where did you acquire this liquid? Where does anyone acquire any liquid? I mean, around. No pain, no game, and Twinkle chugs one. How do you so? How do you chug it? You're a pixie, so do you just like kind of swim up to the pool? I'm a fairy. Excuse me. No, no. I'm a fairy. Thank you. There's a difference. I pick it up. Right in front of you. I got. No. Do I got strength? Do I? Maybe. <laughs> Not, Not really, really, but I pick it up. <laughs> you take a big swig. Yes. Yeah. I see my god. And you see something. Is anybody else gonna drink? <laughs> Wait. Uh, I'll, I'll turn around and come over and grab one and drink. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I cannot. I 
do not possess the faculty. I will, I'm gonna pick up one of the shells down, and I'm just gonna throw it inside the armor. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this uh, the liquid kind of uh. like seeps into your uh, suit of armor, and you get to experience the effect. It just like the sticky it. black right, liquid just like sticks onto the inside and it just like starts affecting you You're... in a particular way. Whoa. How wretched. So if Twinkle doesn't like immediately start dying, I will also drink one. Take some. Peer pressure. <laughs> Amazing. Um so what does it taste you... like? It <laughs> tastes like bitter gross okay so what i picture it tasting like is olives i hate olives <laughs> so it's like bitter and gross and Ooh. like sticky and like like uh almost like an oil spill kind of thing it's really gross nice i hate olives it's like they're bitter and gross to me they taste I, awful i love olives so i'm down for this okay you enjoy it <laughs> so much yeah it's like an oily olive nice <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so as you have consumed this disgusting black liquid, the world starts to shift and change. The effect that comes over you, um, it starts to create the world uh, to appear like an odd kind of rainbow cellophane effect like how you look through um like the the rainbow kind of cellophane and it kind of gets that little like Whoa. um like iridescent like a kaleidoscope yeah kind of like a kaleidoscopy um Sweet. effect and in the middle of the river you see two horrible shadowy figures one of them you can see is a giant bony snake. Its fangs are so sharp and lethal. And it has a long body that um, is completely created out of like rib bones that come down from its spine. And you see another figure that has run away kind of like to the other side of the of this uh, cavern. And it is uh, very long and lanky. It has stark white hair and it's in a, kind of almost a frozen looking armor. Not quite ice, but it has kind of that effect. Um, but it is still steel. Um, and it has a very lethal looking long sword in its hand. Which which one of them ran to the other side of the cavern? The white. Um, cool. And then there's the bone nagus. Does... Um, does this thing speak a language? Do they speak them their language? Oh, Do they speak as good as I, ma'am? Uh, probably definitely not as good as you. <laughs> um, yeah, the bony snake, in do it does. And The snake the, does? Okay. The snake does, and... The, uh, the white does come. indeed as well. Um, and you also see that both of these creatures were almost acting, particularly this snake, is almost acting as a conductor for the tormented souls. I'm going to mm -hmm. cast a fireball. <laughs> I was going to try and speak with them, but okay, sure. <laughs> straight into it. Should we Absolutely roll for initiative? And thank you. That. All right, which do I want to do? Listen, oh. if I'm going to start with Fireball, I'm going to do the... I'm not. I'm so proud of you. I oh, am. I'm so good at rolling initiative. 
something. No, it's That'll so be good. a 19 uh, from Twinkle. 13 from Damaris. <laughs> 17 from Lichabod. Right, so we 22 have from Lucy. Lucy. Then we have Twinkle, Lichabod. And then, sorry, wait, what did uh, Damaris get? Uh, 13. 13. And I got a six. Fantastic. You see that the uh, Bone Nagus is looking at you with intent. It looks very angry. Um, we can really quickly do, Darbo, you wanted to try and speak to them, so we'll do that. Because um, <laughs> you did mention that first. I did. Um, I look at whatever one's closest to me. Whatever one's within 30 feet, which I... Maybe the bone snake? Which one? Yeah, the is? bone snake. Okay. Um, and I I use my, my patrons, my great old one patron's powers... Um, to telepathically speak with this with this snake, with this big old bone snake. Alright. What do and you it, say? It hears Hello! Um, I'm Darbo, and these are my friends and we don't want to do <laughs> we don't want to deal with you or your guys. So, you, you chill? We chill? We chill? You shall join the tortured souls. Yeah, I'm already feeling pretty tortured, buddy. Um, no worry about that. Uh, oh my god. Or an exit, maybe like emergency exit where we can like file out, not, not have to be here. You shall join the tortured souls. I already told you I and am. Be down. This is not productive. All right, I'm going to blast you. And, okay, uh, um, so we'll do we'll do the initiative order now, um, uh, or I guess Twinkle, you can have your one like surprise attack um, before because you did mention as well that you were gonna do that that one thing All right. prior. Um, All right, that so makes sense. I'm just gonna firebolt the snake. You're gonna firebolt the snake. Uh, firebolt. Firebolt the snake. <laughs> Will a will a twenty five hit? You know what? Um, no, because we're doing the rules this time. Where like when it's a too high of a roll, uh, it doesn't hit. It goes back anymore. to one. It resets to the beginning. It goes back to one. Yeah, it hits twenty one as a one. Yeah. So yeah, five. So so you know, but um, yeah, sure. For for why not? You can. <laughs> Uh, I would like you to know I maxed out on my damage. That is going to be 20 points of fire damage I to this night. I love that for you. Damn. Minus 20. Nice. That's right. Eat fire, bitch. It recoils as it's like bony uh, body clangs <laughs> together a little bit. You hear it as it goes like. <laughs> and it just recoils and hisses like. <laughs> Sounds like bones. It does. It does sound like bones. Lucy, <laughs> please, if you will. All right. Okay. So she's gonna, like, really just gonna run and jump kick the snake in the face. This can only go well. <laughs> okay, I'm scared. I get two attacks. At, uh, yeah. You got five. two legs, yeah. two kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do? True, true. I get two legs, two kicks. Yeah, man. Okay. So I, get just, I just gotta roll. I'm kind of nervous. Okay, I got a 13. A 13 does not hit. Ah! 
How did I miss the head? It's so big. It is actually. It's quite large. It's a big bony oh. snake. Oh, it's too dark in here. It's I just too high up. Oh, <laughs> it's too high up for your little legs. So high. <laughs> That's what the jump is for. Okay. Take out one of its vertebrae. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to kick when you're standing in a room. I'm going to. It's true. Uh, and it's I like shin deep on the like six foot tall yeah. T flame. Yeah, 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 so. okay. yeah. Listen, I'm going to like land. I'm going to like reorient myself. And I'm going to try and kick out one of the vertebrae. Amazing. <laughs> Just from the side. <laughs> oh my god, I rolled lower. I rolled a 12. Oh, a 12 <laughs> does not hit. I'm oh, so no. sorry. Ah! Oh, this is so sad. It's okay. okay. Next one, next one. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm angry at this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna make an unarmed- I'm gonna, like, go over to the end of its tail and make an unarmed strike and I'm gonna try and step on it. Okay. I cannot possibly miss that. <laughs> you, you will see. <laughs> Okay, I got a 26. Okay, yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, finally. Oh, okay, it's 1d6 plus 5. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 7 damage. 7. <laughs> just stepping on this guy's tail. Oh, that's <laughs> like, okay. Like trying, to, like, like, trying to, like, trying to squash a bug. Like, like think like that. Like, jump just... up and land on both your feet on the one, like, like individual vertebrae. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the last one, the very tip of the tail. <laughs> that is totally, totally okay. Okay. So you ran That's up, my turn. you tried to kick it in the face, and you realized that it was just too high and the water was too deep. Um, and then you tried to kick it side, and you just, you couldn't muster the strength to jump that high. You didn't really have the orientation yet through the water. And then just with that final one thing that final push you stepped on its tail uh and then it it did it just a little bit was good uh all right twinkle all right so i would like this big old snake to make me a dc uh 14 wisdom saving throw the big old snake making a 14 dc uh it does save just slithery but, snake um Sad. Dang it. Well, that's Tragic all I'm going to do. All right. Well, that's it. That's all Twinkle does. She, They just they just look and are like, no, I pull, it's a bell. I pull out a bell and I go, ding, 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 bitch. <laughs> all right. Nice. Okay. And now it is Lichipold. And the horse. And the, well, no, Reginald can't do anything, oh, but he's he, there. Um, How dare you? Horses do a lot more than you give <laughs> yes, them credit for. Yes, they do. For. Yes, they you know. do. He can't fight, though. So the, the, this snake is rather large, correct? Very large. <laughs> Would you say the other beast is medium in size? It is, in fact, a medium creature. <laughs> Wonderful. And how far away is it? Um, It would be... You're still on the shore, correct? Yes. It would probably be about 40 feet away from you. Easy. Wonderful. Uh, I... Yeah! And, and Reginald takes off, and I, I ready my lance, and we start running towards this, <laughs> this creature at the other end of the room, and I stab it with my lance. And because I have the mounted combatant feet, I have advantage on any creature that is smaller than Reginald, and Reginald is large. Um, He's so big. I get advantage on this. Oh. I get advantage on this. A 20 to hit. Oh, yes. Okay, and that is a d12. Uh, ooh, 
max damage. That is 16 damage. Beautiful. And then I strike again with the lance uh, with my extra attack, uh, which I also have advantage on. And that is a 24 to hit. Yes. Okay, and that is 14 damage. So that's 30 damage oh overall. Just impale this and thing it, twice in a row. It, it is piercing damage, if that makes a difference. <laughs> For sure. All right, beautiful. So you just majestically ride across this great rushing river all the way over to this lanky, um, uh, emaciated creature, and you just stab into it with your lance twice into its chest, and it screams like a banshee, kind of really loud, high-pitched. I'll save your eardrums, <laughs> but very loud, high-pitched screaming. <laughs> and it, it's just, it, it bleeds. It starts to ooze some, like, very dark uh. indigo blood coming down. Wait, I thought lance. it was a bone snake. I don't want, you know, I don't want to know. This was oh, the bone snake. This what? The okay. No, this was the white. Okay, that's fair. That can bleed. It, it can. Yeah, listen. The bone snake. No, no, I just in my brain, I just have a grudge against the bone snake because I missed it twice. So oh yes. In my head, red free. Understandable. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much, Lichabod. And now it is Damaris. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go straight up to this thing and uh, the bone snake specifically, and just dagger, dagger. Let's do some slicing. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, two attacks. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one is 23. Nice. Sure. Big dubs, mm. even. <laughs> yeah. um. And the second one is, uh, 15. Not quite. Okay, so first one hits. Uh, so that would be, uh, five points of damage and because I hit it um, I get to do my sneak attack damage because it is engaged with an ally <laughs> indeed so that is another uh, 10 points of damage for I sneak attack beautiful mm -hmm. um, and I don't think that the other one is as Within thirty feet, correct? Uh, it is in the center. It should be about fifteen feet away. Fifteen feet. Yeah. Okay. Um. Fifteen be twenty. Because after I do my sneak attack damage, I can target a second creature within thirty feet of the first creature and deal another one half of my sneak attack damage to it. Sure. All right. So to the white is five? Yes. Uh, no, so it'll be another four damage to the white. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. Slipping through the shadows. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. And now it is Zibone Snake's turn. So, the bonus snake is going to try to bite at little Lucy. No! That's so unfair! Okay, no, it's fine. 
No, it's not. That's you literally true. went up to kick it in the That's face. That's true. I did try and kick his face. Okay, it's okay. I can take it. No, he can't take it. I can take it. You got this. You can. Uh, all right. That is absolutely not going to hit. In fact, uh, it actually <laughs> uh, bit its own face. <laughs> and Oh, he bit his tongue. It's literally the snake game. It's he bit his tongue with what he don't have. Uh, bit his bone and, and he took one damage. But he's also going to try to cast Hooray of Frost Ooh, on uh, Damaris. Oh, snap. All right, then. As you're there. It is going to hit you. Oh, no. Rays of Frost. You're going to feel very chilly. Good thing I'm resistant to cold. Yo. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, okay. So then it is ten. <laughs> so I guess five. Alright, sweet. Five. You're going to take five Easy points dogs. of frost damage. And now it is the white's turn. And it is going to attempt to slash you, Lichabard, with its long sword. Two times, in fact. Two times, in fact. Oh my. Do your worst, Cretan. (laughs) Do your worst, Cretan. Indeed. (laughs) And that is a... Just, literally just hits you with a 20. Oh, oh. Because your AC is very high. So, but it, it only hits you high. once. It's almost it like he is the armor. Once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frankly. Yeah. His armor class is him. <laughs> it's yes. It is. Yes. It is. The armor class is yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, how much damage was that? That is going to be uh, 12 points of damage Ooh. onto your person. Uh, this, like, almost impaled creature slashes out at you. And uh, it just kind of like rips off some of the chain mail around your uh, breastplate and uh, you kind of feel it, some of your like spirit essence falter a little bit and you you don't like it. It feels very awful. Uh, not so I, fun. I imagine so. No. Yes. Not so fun. Uh, and Darbo, it is now your turn. All right. Darbo's going to uh, stare daggers at this big old snake. And he's going to summon some of his uh, his patron's uh, power, and his eyes his eyes are going to darken a little Ooh. bit as he casts a hex on the uh, on the bone snake. Oh, Beautiful. No. Um. So I place a curse. I don't think it's a roll for this. Until the spell uh, the spell ends, you deal one extra one d six necrotic damage whenever you hit with an attack. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, choose one yeah. ability when you cast the spell. This target disadvantage on ability checks made with that chosen ability. I'll say dex saves. Dex saves? Yeah. My, I guess dexterity as the ability. Beautiful. Or, yeah. And then I'm going to cast um, Eldritch Blast. I'm going to blast him. Do it. Eldritch um, Blast. <laughs> what's, what's that? It's a, it's a ranged <laughs> spell attack. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what an amazing number. That's a that's a fourteen total. A fourteen total does not hit. Mm. All right then. Then Darbo just kind of stands there, embarrassed that he didn't hit his, his attack. Sad. That's it. You did hex. You did something. Did good. 
he touches his fingers together. Like the sad, like... Oh. <laughs> Hannah Shy. He wanted to get Hannah the fun Shai? snake. He wanted to Aww. do a good job. It's okay, I missed too. All right. He needs to earn these people's respect. <laughs> okay, Lucy, you have redemption okay. arc available to you at your oh, leisure. Oh boy, I'm still mad at this snake. I'm gonna hit him again. So, I, after feeling a little bit better about myself from stepping on the tail, and, like, I'd like to think that the little lost tailbone, like, chattered. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, like, kind of run up and I'm gonna try and kick him again in the head from, like, behind. For my first okay. attack. Okay, 21. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> can I just roll to hit for, like, both, probably? Yeah, go just for it. Two. Yeah, you can roll to hit for all okay. three of them if you wish. So, the second one was the 16. Uh, 16 does not okay. hit. So, my first is I'm gonna, like, kick him in the back of the skull, and then I'm gonna kind of, like, land behind, and I'm gonna try and, like, uppercut him, like, with my fist. But I probably missed that. Yeah, I missed that one. Um, oh, I have stuff I can do. So, with the first hit, I want to do Stunning Strike, which means a DC 13 con save for him. Sure. And then... It does save. Okay. So, 8 damage on the first one. And then I'm gonna do another key point to use Flurry of Blows for my bonus action, which means I can do two attacks in my bonus action. Sure. So I I hate this snake, like very deeply. <laughs> I, I hate, hate this him. snake. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just try and like punch out a vertebrae again. This time I just like both hands. So first one is uh, not that good. Uh, <laughs> Fourteen. And the second one is, like, 26. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the 26 hits, right? I'm assuming the other one doesn't. Absolutely. Okay. So then, another 10 damage. So I, I, got, him, I got him twice this time, okay? You did. Oh, you actually or- knocked out three columns of the ribcage. <laughs> so it's just, like, some, like, blanks in between the spine and, like, the ribs. Oh, my God. That are coming out. <laughs> And it's just recoiling like... That sounds really unpleasant for him. It really is, but you know what? You did a good job. I got him. You did. Um, Alright, Twinkle. Alright, so Twinkle's looking around. How far is this little scaredy cat that ran away from me across... Like, ran across the room? How far away... You don't have to call me that, okay? (laughs) I'm not talking about Um, you! I know. Are well, you... you can't speak that way about Reginald. I'm either. not talking about Reginald. I'm talking about that little white guy. <laughs> Are you um, at the, like, bank, like, on the other side? Yeah, the one that I made scared of me. Yeah, so probably about 40 feet if you're on the shore of the other okay. side. So he also wouldn't be afraid of me anymore just because he did take damage. Um, right. Yeah, so I'm going to look at him. And I'm going to be like, I'm back. And I want him to make me a wisdom 14 saving throw. Absolutely. Uh, nope. Absolutely not. Like he, you got uh, it. He, yeah. Wait. Okay. He failed miserably. Since he's failed and he's already taken damage, that's going to be, um, 2d12, uh, damage for Toll the Dead. (laughs) Ding, ding. Um, all right. Let me get my D12s. Let me... Oh, hello. You're so pretty. 11 and <laughs> 9. So that is another 20 points of necrotic damage. 
to that. this creature. Um, in case necrotic does matter, especially because if it's undead. Um, oh, it heals. It heals all of that damage back, and we get to fight it now from full health. Oh, no. Yeah, you know what? That's oh, going to happen now that you gave me that idea. No! 100%. <laughs> I love it. Shakes fist. <laughs> Hi-ya. I love that so much. One day I'll put that in. When you realize in the fly your fight isn't hard enough. Yeah, oh, sometimes, yeah. But, like, not right now. This is, I think, that yeah. we're doing well. This is good. Um, all right. Thank you so much, Twinkle. That was a masterpiece. Thank you. Uh, Lichabod, <laughs> you are up. All right. Um, well, considering what Twinkle has done, th- th- this this white has been vanquished? Not quite. Not quite. Close. Oh. Close, but not Delightful. Quite. Delightful. Then, then, in that case, allow me. Um, I'm going to steer Reginald away, which is going to provoke an attack of opportunity from the white. Very well. Potentially a sword. Potentially. Unlikely. Oh, 21. Oh, no. I swear if this horse dies, I will throw a riot. It doesn't go into Reginald. And I can redirect any attack that would hit (laughs) Reginald to hit me instead. So that is... uh, only a five. So the the dastard manages to, to scratch me on my way out, but I, it's too late. I'm, I'm already circling back around with Reginald, and I ready my lance, and I say, you foul creature, pick a deity and pray for redemption. Your soul will be vanquished. And I run mm-hmm. it again with my lance. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Yes. Um, that is 13 damage on the first hit. Uh, ooh, that's a 16 to hit? Yes, just. Okay, okay. Goodness. Uh, For the white. And that is... That is 16 damage on the second hit. All right. It is... Well, if it was on the way out, then he is most certainly, uh... He's, like, barely holding on. Goddamn. Barely holding on. Like, blood like blue icy gunk is just dropping to the floor it's kind of swaying on its feet a little bit its eyes kind of look even more dead and just like it screams and dimras the floor is yours dagger dagger let's go double the going at this uh yeah going at this uh stupid snake again why not i saw him like punch punch you know dagger dagger yeah it's exactly right all right, all right, all right. Uh, so first one misses. <laughs> or not even, no. It's not a one, but it misses. It's not quite a one. If it was a one, you might have stubbed your toe. Yeah, no, it's a two. <laughs> okay, just nearly. <laughs> you fall over. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, boy. Uh, second one is a 19 plus five. Absolutely. 24. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that is going to be... Seven points of damage, plus my wonderful sneak attack. <clears throat> I heard snake attack, but that's also yeah. kind of valid. You know what? It really is. Uh, so seven plus another nine. And then I'm also going to use my phantom ability again to uh, deal another Ooh, four sneaky. damage to the white. Oh my god. Okay. It's so, so close to dead. 
Oh no! It's so close to dead. It's like not even functioning. Like you can see that it's like, like blood is just gu- like it is. It is oh, so close to dead. Damn it! How funny would it be that I just like I'm sitting here wailing on this snake and then just look at this stupid thing and it falls dead and I'm just like, hey, it would have been great. So close. Um, oh, man. Beautiful. Uh, perfect. Okay. So now it is the snack. The slippery snack's turn. I'm a snack. <laughs> it's a snack. Um, so it's going to try and do a bite. Um, out of Damaris now. Oh. And that is going to be... What is your AC once more? 14. 14. It is going to be a hit. Oh, snap. In fact. So that is going to be this and poison. So it is six piercing damage. Oh. And... It is 13 poison damage. Ow. It's quite a hefty snake. Yeah. He's a big snake. I'm a big boy. I'm, I'm, I'm very hurt. A large um, snake. And now, in fact, it is going to do Ray of Frost on Lucy. Okay. But it absolutely doesn't hit you because <laughs> that was ha, very bad. Cool. Okay, I have two dice that are rolling really well and two dice that are rolling super awful. So <laughs> we have balance here. Um, Fantastic. Beautiful. And the white is going to try and stab you with its longsword. It is barely holding this thing up, but it is going to try really, really, really hard, Lichabod. And it does get one narrowly with a 21. Um, see, one of them's rolling really well. One of them got a nine. You know what? It's balanced. That's beautiful. And then it is 11 piercing damage. And you just kind of feel another little little bit of your, your soul kind of flutter uh, at, this, at this attack. Like, oh, my soul. It hurts. You will not spell the end of Lichabod brains. <laughs> Um, beautiful. And Darbo. Darbo's gonna do it right this time. I'm going to, uh, as I, as I'm seeing, uh, Archibald, Archibald <laughs> Lichabod, uh, <laughs> tried. As I see, uh, Lichabod, you know, go into town with this, uh, this other large armored creature, I'm gonna, uh, cast Healing Word and try to, uh, try to help the, the big gentle giant gets some of his armor Aww. back. Oh. Um, watch it be always oh, undead, so it hurts him, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Me? I, I mean, not necessarily. Are you undead? Yeah, I don't know. You're, you got a you bone I'm, man in you. I'm technically, I'm a warforged. I, I have nothing to do and with again, the skeletons who doesn't have, inside me. Yeah, who doesn't have a bone man inside of them? Exactly. I mean, most people do have a bone yeah. man inside of them. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Uh, I got a two plus spellcasting modifier. Two plus uh, six. Yeah, yeah, eight, eight health total. You heal. Wow, thank you. All right, and then I'm going to also cast Eldritch Blast on Big Big Bone Snake, and I get fifteen plus six. I do a hit. I think. Yeah. Twenty one. Ooh. Um. All right. One d ten plus my charisma modifier. So that is going to be. Eight plus four. 
So 12. That's a 12 damage hit. Um, and then also, it is uh, hurt, hurt hexed? Hexed. It's hexed. And roll a d6 for that. Amazing. It also takes 1d6 necrotic damage. Oh, beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> I do a victory and, dance. Yeah. Woo! Bony snake is gone. Thank God, because I was about to die. Very proud of you. All right. And then Lucy. All right. So it's just the other one. Jump kick. This is not the one I have a grudge against. <laughs> you can have a grudge against whoever you want. So, but I don't have it's a grudge against. It's just a magic. Lucy, he ran away from you. He doesn't wanna doesn't wanna show like he's like he doesn't think you're good enough to fight. Yeah. I I heard him say you suck. So show him. No way! I'm gonna show him who's boss. Fantastic. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run up to this thing and I'm gonna hit it twice with my hands, like extra angry. Smack, smack. Yeah. Okay. So the first one I rolled a natural one, but I'm a half one, so it doesn't fucking count. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like whatever it is, right? Yo, I get to roll again. You trip and it turns into a roll. Okay. Yeah. So I got a 15 plus eight, so 23. So that's my first one, and then my other one is another 15, so two 23s. But I want to say, like, the first one, I start running over to him, and then I trip on a rock, and then I turn it into, like, a cartwheel, and yeah. then jump and, like, yeah. kick him. I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so damage for that will be eight, and then damage for the second one, I'm going to punch him again, it will be You've six. destroyed it beyond what it needed to yes. be. <laughs> and for my bonus action, I'm going to do a little victory. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. All right. So as you have destroyed both of these dark and evil creatures, the souls, like the the red ones, um, they disappear and they do so with a little light scream of their own, like, ah! And then you see <laughs> the very beautiful translucent blue figures have a very big deep breath of air and then they disappear and they kind of fade from your vision and the hall is left empty with just the bony remains of this snake and just this crumpled up figure of this uh, other creature. Be free be free oh tormented souls whoa how I wish it could be me are there any more, like, paths of lanterns? Um, there is just the path that you came from, so you can go back that way. Oh, uh, I was going to ask something, and now I forgot. Uh... Darbo waddles up to, uh, to Lichabod, and he's like, so, so the bone, the skeleton, he's, he's like, just for show, huh? Oh, yes, the, the skeleton is not mine, <laughs> nor is the suit of armor. I, technically speaking, I simply awoke in the suit of armor, and... Well, the skeleton happened to be in the suit of armor as well. What if he wasn't and I was? Um, well, I I prefer to respect... You saw how unsafe this cave is, and I, I just mean if it's... Oh, we could both fit. I'm small. I'll I, take the low half. He'll take the upper half. I am a guest in this suit of armor, and I would care not to I could to be a guest as well I, in your suit of armor. I, well, it's not my suit of armor, technically speaking, and I'd, I'd care not to remove the, the host uh, without their permission. And I have no idea who this is. 
fine. Do you, is it okay if I at least put the hat on the, the skeleton? I have some hats. Uh, does like a nice top hat? I have a really nice. Uh, I, I reach into my bag and I pull a little top hat. It's crumpled, but uh, I, I jump up and I, I smack it on top of his, his skeleton's head. Oh, well, thank you very much. I'm I, I'm sure they appreciate that. See, fa- fashion goes a long way. It's it's, it's like, like the it's ice cube for yourself. It's the ice cube. You... <laughs> oh my god! It is. As you smack the top hat. <laughs> As you smack the top hat on top of the skull, it starts to, like, fall off. And I, I catch it really quickly and, oh. like, scramble to put it back on. Uh, uh, do you need, like, a knot to me? Could I tie tie the head on? Uh, no, the, the, the skull comes loose sometimes. But, you know, it, it snaps right back into place. Okay. Well, if it's all right with all of you, I'm just going to sit down and take a small nap. Do you, do you need me to, like, smack you with some love? <laughs> I mean, if that'll make me feel better, go for it. Because quite frankly, I'm I'm about I'm about done. All right, you give me you give me one. I can give you a high moment, five right? in the meantime. I'm going you feel to. Better. I can hold up my hand for a high five. <laughs> Fantastic, let's go. Yeah, high five. Just like very weak high five. No, it's gonna be the best high five ever. Can we roll to high Absolutely, five? Absolutely, you can roll to have a crisp high five. You oh, can do okay. a dexterity. Right, let's do this. Okay, dex. Oh, well, I'm good at that. Oh shit, I'm no gonna way. <laughs> POV, the yeah, rogue man. and monk have a high five. I got a 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a straight up dex? Yep. 19. I, <laughs> I love that so yeah, much. Yeah. You have a crisp high five that just reverberates on yeah. the walls. And it just leaves this like very pleasant, like crack sound, like as you're clapping, like, you know, it's nice. very, very crisp high five. Let's go. And, We're so cool. And while that's happening, oh. I uh, cast Cure Wounds at second level. Fantastic. So that will be 17 points of healing. Oh, bless. Oh. I am back up to full health from one. <laughs> oh my god, did you seriously only have one? I'm so sorry. It's okay. I had one. You had, wait, did it you only have perfectly. one hit point or did you only lose one hit point? No, I had one. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. The drama and intrigue. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let us continue venturing into the cavern. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, thank I you very much, little before. lady. That, uh... I, just want, I just want you to remember, as I heal you with this, <gasps> that there was a great goose out there that thought of you while I healed you. I just want you to remember mm. if, I, I, you know, we're not here to force religion onto anyone, but I do just want to point out that uh, there was a great goose out there looking out for you. Well, you know, if I ever come across the goose, I shall give it my thanks. Oh well, I can get, I can arrange like so, a meeting uh, if you want. Like sorry, I met the great sorry. goose. You you met the great uh, goose, huh? Twi- Twinkle, your Pardon? your god is is nameless, correct? But you've you've met the deity. Untitled. Nameless, yes. Uh, untitled. Well, well, without name. There's a difference. Yes. So here's the story, kids. Take take a seat while we take a rest. So I'm out. I'm I'm living my life. My fairy kind are all like really powerful in in storm magic, and I'm like, why is that? We're supposed to be like really cute, you know. So I go out. I seek out the answer, and I find the great goose. And this great goose has bestowed its power of the duck pawn onto my family through the generations, and now has brought me as their champion. And I pull out this giant goose feather like it's huge like it's bigger bigger than me you don't really know where this came from but like i pull out this giant goose feather and i'm like this 
This is a feather from the goose. Where did you get did that? You pluck it? Don't worry about it. The great goose is here to protect you. <laughs> no further questions then, little lady. Little person. Little person, yes. Little person. Rat. Disease or disaster? Oh god, we gotta pick another one. Disease and disaster. Fearsome foes, the both of them. I think mm. disaster sounds less terrible. And Does listen, it does disaster? It's almost like we've been a pandemic terrible? for like twenty two months at this yes. point. <laughs> Some may say disease and disaster are one and the same. Ooh. I say we go for a disaster. I can punch rocks. Yes, Don't yes, even worry about it. Disaster. I'm sure you could Let's pick a hurricane down. as well. All right. Disaster. Beautiful. So you go venture back up to the main cave landing, and you go down the one with the natural disaster um, cave drawings. So when you walk down, it is similarly lit with the oil lamps on the walls as you walk down this pathway you can hear spirits crying and yelling for help you cannot see where they are but you can tell that they are trapped these spirits are yelling around you very loudly and desperately for help and you see in this room that there are oddly placed boulders on the walls they look very large and are more pointed out than the natural cave wall and uh, they are also very sharp looking so you can see four of these unnaturally placed rocks you can hear spirits yelling for help do you guys think this one um, falling into country as well um, <laughs> tarbo, tarbo. Uh, do you guys think that this one um, also has a basket of drugs, or is that just like the other one? Um, I don't know. Look around for a basket. Drugs. You're more than welcome to do a perception check for drugs. I, I, I would like, I would like to, to roll also. for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> roll for drug. Absolutely. Can we all roll, roll for, for drug? drug, or like it's one person? You can. Roll? Could I? I'm roll rolling for, for drugs. Drug. Yeah. Could I? Perception check. Yeah, I got a ten. All right, bet. Uh, that'll be. Oof. Oh gosh. That'll be unnatural twenty. Oh, it's so unnatural. Wait, it's a uh, perception. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, wow, that's spicy. Oh, beautiful. Mm. You can see um, that in this room there is nothing except for the oil lamps, and this room is like unnaturally brighter than the room that you came from. It's almost as if there is like a sun and it's very warm in this room, but you can't like see a light source coming from the ceiling, but it's very bright and it's just sandstone walls and the four rocks that look very out of place. Can I roll to hmm. lift a boulder? You can absolutely roll to take out a boulder from the wall. So that is just, uh, I would say strength. thing that I rolled poorly. That's a nine. Yeah, that rock's not moving. Ooh, ooh, it, it, it's in there quite tight. Would it help if I, like, strummed it? Uh, I, w I would strum a ditty, but my lute is broken. And I don't, uh, I don't know you how could, that... <laughs> uh, you could whistle, you could clap. Oh, I have a flute. I have a flute and lute, but I'll, I'll use the flute. And he pulls out a little flute. Starts playing it. I will give you this, okay? Because I think this will be really funny. Um, I want you to roll a performance, and if you get, I want to say like a fifteen or higher, the stone will shatter with your loud music. With my yeah. flute. <laughs> with the loud playing of your flute. Yes. Um. Okay. I got. <laughs> 
got a nine. Sorry, a nine plus six. Got oh, a 15 oh, there you total. go. Exactly. Right on the dot. The perfect frequency. Um, you play Dang. this flute. It is so <laughs> loud and ear piercing, and it just shatters one of the rocks on the wall. It just goes <laughs> dead. Shatter. Crash. And the stone just crumbles Holy. to the floor. And you can see that there is a very dark crevice and you can hear more loudly now that this stone has been removed, that this soul is screaming and begging for someone to come and help them. From behind where the rock was? Oh. Yes. Uh, little fairy, you want to check this out? Yeah, sure, I'll go on in there. How you doing? You fly on in there. I, I light a candle and I kind of like hold it inwards. Beautiful. Uh, you fly on in there and you see this very sad, sh- uh, like fetal position curled up little spirit that's just like, help oh. me. Uh, and as it sees you, it like peeks up with its like, just you can see like it doesn't not have eyes, but there's no discernible like characteristics of these things. They're just kind of like, like torso up like mm-hmm. spirit forms so this like translucent blue um spirit comes and floats out with you uh as you've like shown them the exit. Uh, as i'm guiding them out i'm like i would like to tell you the honk it is <laughs> a beautiful thing and i'm just gonna talk about my uh, the goose <laughs> I start blasting on my phone. No, you amazing. Too loud, too shrill. <laughs> you know what I can? You're yelling can, over I the flute. I can make you small. Don't make me do it. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I, I'm running around the room with my flute, trying to wreck. I am going I to cast um, enlarge slasher to some far dark. But I want you to make me cast. <laughs> oh my god. No, just on the flute. Just on the flute. Yeah, just oh on the boy. flute. Um. Very Absolutely. big flute, very the small The spirit man. also doesn't disappear when it comes out with you. It just kind of floats in this okay. room um, and just, just like hanging out and like looking around expectantly. Um, and okay, so I'll get you, Max, to just roll like one more time. Uh, <laughs> because, 15 yeah. plus 6. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so 21. The rest of them shatter. <laughs> Incredible. All of the rest of the rocks just shatter and you can hear this ear-piercing screaming and yelling coming from these other uh, caverns in the wall. There's the three more um, that are hanging I, out. I will help guide them out and, and tell them about the great untitled goose as well. They all get that. Absolutely. They all get to hear about them. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, Is there like a goose afterlife so like they can become geese when they die? They're already dead. I don't understand religion. We'll find out next time on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll find out when we all die. I'll go see the great goose in the sky. <laughs> Maybe we can do that for the next Halloween one. <laughs> we were talking we'll about be all no. dead. We were talking about how Darbo could come back again. The great right? goose in the sky is <laughs> died. Yeah. yeah, as a ghost. The great goose in the sky is just the golden <laughs> goose. Like the Jack and the Beanstalk. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the goose in the sky. Yeah, hell yeah. So as you have um, released these spirits from their entrapment, once all four of them have come together in this hall, they all kind of look at each other. The screaming ceases, and they just dissipate and disappear, and these souls have been released. Sweet! How, how, how touching to see loved ones reunited. 
I start playing flute again. A beautiful melody, yeah. thank you, Dabo. I start playing really, really oh, I'm gonna dance. What song? I'm gonna dance. Like more rocks. I'm, I'm gonna. What song are you playing? I'm gonna turn to. I, I'm just holding the really high pitch note. Like I'm not playing anything. Okay. I'm just running around the room, like screaming into my flute. Oh yeah. Trying to pop more rocks. <laughs> oh, those were the only what. The rest is just like wall. <laughs> are you trying to that. crack the wall? You want to try and make a natural disaster? Hey, can I well, try not, the flute? A very unnatural disaster. <laughs> Okay, I'm actually uh, proficient in flute, (laughs) which is really funny. Please roll a performance. Wait, so I'm going to play Spooky Scary Skeletons. (laughs) Yes. So roll for performance, please be good. Oh, God, it's an 11. It's an 11. (laughs) Oh, my God. Darbo, you too with your floor. Oh, I got a, I got a ten. Oh no. <laughs> oh, okay, so you guys are just like. It's all right. Scary tans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean into Dem- uh, Damaris and be like, "How salty do you think Lichabody is right now?" Because. <laughs> He can't get can't can't pass on, and he's watching all these people just pass on. Oh, extremely, and I am so here for it. Maybe he'll meet. I, maybe if I can convert but, his soul, well, <laughs> while he's still here to be converted before he passes on, and I can bring him to the great goose in the sky. <laughs> you know what? I think that is the best idea I've heard all night. You should give it a shot. Good, good. I'll let you know. I mean, I think Lichabod is certainly priority number one. Well, number one. I think Darbo's long gone. I don't know about that one. <laughs> but Lichabod, well, certainly. To be fair, and then I'll I, get back to you and Lucy. I think you, oh, you already got me. Don't even worry about that. Oh, that's that, great. I will give you all my pamphlets in a sec, all right? Oh, fantastic. I look forward to them. They better have sparkles because otherwise I don't want them. Oh, they do. Oh, fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's great. All right. Um, Lichabod, why don't we head off to the next, the next room, yes. right, where we can free more souls. Of, of course. Maybe even Disease yourself. time. Have you thought about disease, disease time disease indeed? Time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> disease time. Okay. Lichabod, have you ever thought about where you might go when you pass on? No, I've, I've been a little <laughs> preoccupied with the, the passing on itself. Maybe you'll meet the, the great goose in the sky. The Except untitled thank you, one. See, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yes, the, name, the, nameless, the Nameless Goose. It's not Nameless, it's Untitled. There is a difference. Uh, yeah, there's no, right. no, without title, you know, lacking name. <laughs> no. How do you feel about this goose I've been talking about? How does well, that make you feel? It sounds like a, a divine and benevolent creature. If it could free my mm-hmm. soul, well, who am I to reject its, its divine majesty? I imagine wearing a tiny little goose crown. He also has a big old knife. Oh, that's also a big thing. Awesome. Oh, I like him even more. The the crown and the blade, two markers of of majesty, of of regality. Lichabald, if I can can get my god to get you to pass on by the end of this, whatever this fever dream is, will you consider the great goose for your afterlife? Yes, I, I will do whatever it takes to free my soul from the clutches of the steel prison. Okay, but consider, All right, so while you're here, you know, you have the hat. I'm thinking, I'm looking at your armor. The color is a little bit drab, a little bit uh, bland. We get some paints, you know, some metallics, some uh, some fluorescence. That's not kind of paint, but you know the idea. 
just uh, you know liven up liven up your time in the suit, you know? Well, I I don't see how that could hurt, but but first of all, we we must address the disease, the dreaded and foul pestilence that awaits us in the next room. Yes, I have paints in my bag though. How about I sit on your horse and I'll paint you from the back, and we move to the other room like that. I mean, that would frankly, be. I was looking for a way to distract you from that whole thing. <laughs> That so. would be lovely, Dabo. Please. I, I, hop, I hop on the horse, and I'm, I'm yes. smiling big as I'm doing it. What are you painting? Um, I'm going to start painting the entirety of the armor like a, a bright blue. <laughs> and I guess we start That's trotting cool. over to the next chamber. Absolutely. So you go back through the passageway that you just came, and then you go down the center chamber. And when you're walking through this pathway, similar, the oil lamps are guiding your way. And as you enter into this chamber, you see that the stone sandstone walls that were once covering the other two chambers have now turned into a black obsidian uh, circumference. This room is a perfect circle, and the walls are completely black. The only light that illuminates this room is coming from a very low fire pit in the dead center of the room. There are countless souls scattered around the room, lying on the floor, um, well, kind of hovering lightly off of the floor with looming black clouds over them. You can see that these um, spirits are sort of more gray blue than the vibrant blue of the other spirits in the other two rooms. I'm gonna I'm gonna get close and I wanna make sure I'm keeping my two <laughs> meters distance. And I just wanna go, you guys good? Like what's going on on this side? They're all kind of crying. You can hear the sound of coughing and whimpering. Um, and it's just overwhelming as it fills your ears as these people are just tormented with disease. Hey, uh, you got a mask to put on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got one if you want. <laughs> These clouds of smoke are just lingering over top of the uh, spirits that have been damned well, to I'm, suffer this sickness. I am immune to disease on, on account of my cursed and, and soul-bound nature. And You can see that the fire in the middle of the room is flickering and beckoning to you all to come forward. Um, it is a very low fire pit. However, it, um, it looks like it's wanting to be uh, fueled. It kind of gives off this energy of, like, feed me, but it's not actually, like, uh, talking or, like, um, you can't, like, hear anything about it. It's just, like, a feeling. Whoa, look at that feed fire. Feed me, see more feed. <laughs> exactly. Look at that fire. Ooh. It's pretty, eh? Yeah. For some reason, I have a great urge to throw things in me it. Me too. It's called pyromancy. Do I still have the flute? You do. You do have the flute. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, uh, do it. No, can I, can I do it. That, uh, that broken lute of yours. I'm going to throw the flute into the fire. This was made handcrafted for me for my seventh ever performance Yeet! in the capital. I I wouldn't 
I, I throw it in. You throw this loot into the flame, and the flame kind of flickers around it a little bit, and then it spits it back out. Like, there's an invisible <gasps> air that just kind of, like, pushes this loot back out, and it just kind of, like, shatters even more as it goes back onto the obsidian floor. I pick it up, and I smack you with it. Oh, no, Lucy accidentally, th- it went in there. I don't think that was her <laughs> I, fault. I, it was an accident. I smack her with oh. the loot. Not hard, but uh, hard enough to uh, break I'm it even more. Roll for that. <laughs> well, um, I got a, a six plus, I guess five. To, I got eleven to hit with my. Okay, no. that is way beneath my AC. Yeah, <laughs> you just miss. I drop it on the ground. I sit on the ground. I would slap him back, but that's an unarmed strike. Strike is a. You're gonna kill me. It's just. Yeah. Let's just not. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe just not. It's okay. <laughs> I go rooting through Reginald's saddlebags and I pull out a meal ration and I try to toss it into the fire. And a similar thing happens. It just kind of spits this meal ration back out and it um, is just kind of like discarded on the floor. Wait, why do you have food, food if you don't waste the food? food. It's comes for in Reginald. Other Were you throwing out Reginald's food? To throw it uh, in fires? R- Reginald eats a steady diet of apples and sugar cubes, actually. That's so cute. That is so bad for the whores. <laughs> He's fine. He's the, the healthiest horse I've ever met. I'm gonna do an animal handling check to see if that's if that's an accurate <laughs> assessment of this horse. Absolutely, please do. I got a I got a five. So I don't. You got a five. You think that this horse is being fed like a king? That's exactly how horses should feed. Mm, apples. Like you're so so just enamored with how well. Lichabod is taking care of this horse with well, apples sugar, sugar gives cubes. me energy, so horses it should do the same. Sugar, apples, sounds good to me. Yeah. Right. Alright. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, fire of I don't know, you want stuff in you. What is it that you wish? And do not tell me to convert. <laughs> it kind of flickers and it kind of um, like Twinkle, you kind of get a little bit closer to it and it kind of gives an outline of a feather. And it kind of um, flickers its flames into this feather form uh, and then beckons in in a little, um, like, a twisty kind of dancey flame movement. I do a uh, very slow turn directly at Twinkle. <laughs> what? So, um, it's, it's, you know, we're okay throwing my valuable uh, sentimental possessions in. Um, I, I, I just mean the feather. It looks like it's saying it wants the feather, so... Do we have any feathers? This was... Uh, this was... Yeah, it's the, it's the feather, my guy. I only have one feather, and I pull out this giant feather. Yeah, oh, and I, you know, no. I told you about the loot that, you know, I had a, a guy give me. If this is to help bring souls to my god, I will do so. <laughs> and I throw the giant... I weep. I weep as I throw this in the fire. You throw the feather in the fire, and the fire accepts it. It burns away into ash as it scatters around the room, and you can see one-fifth of the accumulation of spirits have their clouds dissipate, and their their vibrant blue form um restored to them as they kind of perk back up and they start floating uh, peacefully in this space. You save them! They're, they're I immediately the... start preaching the hunk. Well, <laughs> the the peace in the sky. Oh, fire. Oh. What is it that you would ask of me? The fire flickers and it shows you a very beautiful horse. <gasps> no! Oh. Are you? No! no. Damn! 
I, I, just I, I, real I, quick. No, real, no. real quick. Real quick. Y'all told me what your special items were. And that is what, that is what Amancio said his special item was. Please, please. I, the, the rest of you must go first. I, I, I need some time with Reginald. And I, I dismount and I start, I start stroking Reginald's mane. I just, I'm gonna hug the leg of the horse. I, I pull out some apples and sugar cubes and I start feeding them to him. I'm sorry, you guys. I asked you what your special item was. Amancio, you said my special item is my horse. Yeah. It's a special <laughs> I uh Darvo waddles up to the fire with his his destroyed loot in hand. He's like, You've already taken my most prized possession. What do you want from you me? You see the flyer flicker and it shows you a little locket on a gold chain. <laughs> no, no, you're taking everything. No. He falls to his knees. <laughs> He, he pulls out this little gold locket from his pocket and uh, he opens it and like he like he's like lovingly and, and longingly staring at the inside of this locket as he's like you know on his knees in front of this fire can I can I take a look at the locket it's um it's a picture of Darbo <laughs> but it's a much younger picture of Darbo and he looks much more alive and less like a like an actual corpse oh man here um, I was gonna pull out mine but screw that <laughs> I, I, I can't. I will lose. I'll lose it. I'll lose my... You see how pretty I was, right? Sure. <laughs> I, what happened uh, to you, Darbo? What happened for this uh, to happen? Uh, so I... Uh, I, w- I was playing a show. It went really good. And afterwards, we went on party barge. You know, <laughs> you have a good time in the ocean. And I had a few too many drinks... And I, I fell off the boat, um, and I, I, it was a stormy night, uh, probably shouldn't have been boating, but, um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get to the surface, and I, I, I thought that was it, um, but somehow, I, I heard a voice in the water, and it, it told me it would spare me, and I, I woke up, and I, I mean, I, my my skin is is this, and my I, I I don't look like a part like a living person, but I I mean I can do dark dark magic things, and I'm alive I think. So I don't want to lose what I was though. Listen, I threw a holy relic into the fire. I think you can throw your lock in. because <laughs> you, you know what, Darbo, Darbo, I want you I want you to look at me, Rav. I'm gonna, Darbo. I know you got a mirror in that backpack. Backpack. Hand me that mirror. He reaches uh, into his his bag and and pulls out. Well, do you want the big one or the bigger one? Whichever <laughs> one you want. Um, uh, I'll do the big. The big one's nice. It has a little little like lamp spot for the light, and mm-hmm. he he pans it to you. I immediately fall to the ground. This thing is huge. Listen, dampness. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. Okay, I, I'll hold. I, I'll, I'll hold it. I'll hold no, it. I just put out my hand and I. Just like, I got you. <laughs> Don't worry, though. Darbo, I want you to look in this mirror. And I want you to look at yourself. And I want you to say, I am beautiful. I'm sexy. I'm beautiful. I am a god. I want you to say, I, it doesn't matter 
what I used to look like because I love myself now. It doesn't matter how sexy and, and gorgeous I used to look because I am still sexy and gorgeous. Precisely. Say it again. I am sexy and I'm gorgeous. Exactly. He throws the, the locket in the fire. And the fire starts to grow even brighter and bigger. And another uh, one-fourth of the souls uh, have the cloud dissipate. And they regain their... This was 12 carats, too. <laughs> in their beautiful blue form. I'm proud I'm proud of you, Darvo. I'm so proud of you. That was, that was really admirable and courageous. Thank okay? you. He's crying even more now. I am going to give him a high five. Can we roll? Yeah, please do. <laughs> do your dexterity high five. Okay. Hell yeah. I got a, a I got a, 15 plus three. I got an 11. There you go. Uh, Darvo gives a beautifully, he tries to do such a crisp high five, and then Lucy kind of, like, doesn't quite give as crisp, so it kind of almost hurts your hand a little <laughs> bit with the force that Darvo does, but you still, you do, it, it's a nice high five. He's, where he's worked up. Yeah. Wow, that was a confident high five. <laughs> Confidence is not a thing I have in spades. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucy, what's your drama? What what are we dealing with here? Uh, I'm gonna look in the fire and like, what do you want from me, fire? <laughs> the fire shows you a beautiful, perfectly cut gemstone necklace. Oh no! Oh my god, that was. I found it when I was a kid. <laughs> Tell us about the backstory behind and- this. <laughs> I've traveled the land and it's always come with me when nothing else has and oh I don't want to give it up. But Lucy, I have an idea. What? I have an idea. And he and he's like, uh, okay, close your eyes. And he he uh, looks in the ground. He picks up a stone that's like roughly the same dimensions. Sure. And he he's like, okay, throw it in, and do it with your eyes closed. And then I I have something. Okay, I'll take the stone and I'll throw it in. I'm, like, scared. Yeah, so you throw the whole necklace? Yeah. Okay. The fire grows uh, and in similar form, and and one-third of the remaining spirits uh, have the cloud dissipate, and the the, uh, blue comes back to them, and they look healthy and peaceful again. I hope they meet the goose in the sky. (laughs) And and Darbo hands you the other stone. The stone that Darbo gives you is um, going to be, like, a really really nice like cylinder cut piece of uh, black uh, obsidian at least it matches my outfit thank you I thought that would paint it but then I realized it would be wet and I'd <laughs> hand it to you and you'd have wet paint on your hands <laughs> no it's okay I like this one while her eyes were closed it, I also a slipped a pamphlet yeah. of the great goose in there <laughs> <laughs> yes oh yeah that's sweet, right. though. Giving her the sharpest known natural material on the earth. That is so nice. <laughs> All right, two more. All right, well, I guess it's up to me, then. Yeah, yeah, I'm moving. Don't need to you walk up to the You walk up to the fire, um, and you see uh, a very uh, beautiful gold-chained necklace in the fire. Yeah, figures as much. Might as well go with the rest of the theme. Uh, he just kind of, like, rips it off. He doesn't even bother unclasping it and just tosses it in. What's Walks the backstory? Tell us! <laughs> well, I don't know. I just found it around <laughs> my neck. This seemed neat! Look, if, if, if he doesn't want to share, he doesn't have to. Reginald. Reginald, I'm so sorry. It It's only fair. We no. all we all must make our final journey someday. And, well, you know better than anyone that I'm still trying to make mine. 
How big is this fire pit? Um, it's grown quite large now with all of the things that have been thrown in. So it's quite large and Reginald okay. would easily be able to walk into um, it. Really then, quickly, mm-hmm. I am gonna I'm gonna cast a spell on you before you do anything. I'm gonna cast heroism on you, yeah. uh, imbuing you with bravery. Until the spell mm-hmm. ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points. Uh, nice. I'm gonna make you brave. I'm gonna make you uh, <laughs> strong enough to do this. I'm so glad that you did this because I'm going to mount Reginald. <laughs> well, boy, <laughs> one final trip. What do you say? And I ride Reginald into the fire. Oh, no. That's oh. so sad. I'm no. sorry, guys. This wasn't supposed to be this. No. Um, you ride Reginald into the fire, and Reginald is consumed by the flames. You plop. No. You plop. This is hell. It's Hell Rider. It's Hell Rider. <laughs> okay. Um, so you ride Reginald into the flames, and he's consumed, and you plop down, and the fire is now extinguished. There is a beautiful starlit sky coming in where there is not a ceiling anymore really um you can see like a beautiful starry night sky and the souls disappear and the fire has gone out uh and the the stars are now guiding you back into the center chamber with their light i hate this place (laughs) i'll miss you friend your memory will live on i can't believe it made you this is so sad i i will never forget reginald Normal he was life. so beautiful. He will be a martyr. Majestic. A martyr for the goose I say. What am I supposed to I do with all Reginald of these? I believe will be with the great goose. I believe it. Oh, thank you. I, I'm sure he is. But what am I now to do with all these apples and sugar cubes? And no one to eat them. Well, I can eat them. It's not a problem. <laughs> I don't eat no, a no, cube. no, no. That's too soon. I start walking back to the I have never seen someone with such love for a horse as you. You should should find another and and treat it just as good as you would have Reginald. Perhaps I may. But great goose willing, my soul will be free before then. Yes, because I'm working on that. You just hear me every time we've been walking. (laughs) You just hear me go, honk, honk. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to honk, honk the soul out of the armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pray. Okay. Um, so you guys go back the, through the passage and you enter back into the chamber. You can see that the passages behind you have now closed and you are in the circular space of beige sandstone. You come into the center of the room and the oil lamps are illuminating. They start burning a little bit brighter and the floor begins to rumble and crack. The five of you are then plunged deep into the depths of the cave where it is a hellscape of flame and fear and blackness. You can see that there is a large bone devil with massive, massive spikes on its head. Its claws are dripping with the blood of the souls that he is making to suffer. It is an absolute catastrophe. And uh, you see there are hundreds of souls down here that are in such extreme torment. Now, because we're at this time, all you guys have to do is do an attack. All right. So you can each make your final strike against the cause of the suffering. Oh. 
Wow. We can do the same order. So we can do Lucy, Twinkle, Lichabod, uh, Damris, and then Darbo. Okay. Um, I am going to take my gold dagger off my belt. And I'm going to yeet it at him. You yeet it. Okay. And it's plunged yes. into the back of this bony devil. Twinkle, what is your final strike going to be? Get ready for this. So, I am... For this attack, going to channel destructive wrath, which means <laughs> I am going, for this attack, it is going to be maximum damage uh, for lightning or thunder damage, and I'm going to cast Witch Bolt and use one of my sorcery points to cast Twin Spell, and it's both going to go on, the like, both of these are going to go on the devil. So, for Witch Bolt, casting it at third level... And this is going to be 3D, 3D12 lightning damage. And I just want to see how much this is. Well, I guess it would be, what is, what is 12 times 3? That is 36. 36 points of lightning damage. Absolutely. You electrocute this bone devil and it shrieks two. in agony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> twin. And you can see the flames and darkness kind of flicker a little bit at the agony that this bone devil has just received. Take 72 points of lightning damage. I just want to point that out because that was my big old spell. Absolutely. That's amazing. Damn. That's <laughs> uh, Lichabod, what's going to be your final strike? I take my shield in one hand and I hold the lance above my head in the other and I run towards it and leap at the bone devil and stab the lance down into it. Absolutely. It reels and, back in pain. As I do so, the skull that's on top of the suit of armor like rolls off. Top hat's still on it. <laughs> I love that. Beautiful. Uh, and Damris, what's going to be your final strike? Um, I am going to just run up to it. I'm going to use the gold dagger that is uh, plunged into its back in order to propel myself up. And I'm going to take both my daggers and just bring them down into uh, this thing's neck. Beautiful. And finally, Darbo, <laughs> what are you going to do for yes. your final strike? I am going to do... Uh, a wombo combo of hex. Gonna, gonna castle with a hex. And uh, dissonant whispers Ooh, as a second level spell. I love that. Which um, I like the idea that Darbo just pulls out his flute again and just starts screaming in it. All right. So as you have all placed your final strikes onto this bone devil, its bones start to crack and shatter and it goes into a dusty clump on the floor. And as this happens, the um, fire is extinguished. Light starts to protrude through the entirety of this cavern. And you can hear a light honk <gasps> from, the, from the ceiling above <laughs> as these souls have now been released and set free into their afterlife. You have saved the lost souls. At this time, the entire cavern starts to dissipate. The walls start to dissolve, and the uh, the cave that was once there starts to um, just kind of like disintegrate around you. And as this happens, you can see that the uh, 
armor that was housing Lichabod starts to shake and clatter a little bit and it goes onto the ground and it kind of crashes in a clump and then coming out of this armor you see um, that there is a ghostly specter of a kind of dweeby looking man with a marvelous mustache and he floats up out of this armor and in the distant background you can hear a Coming riding up, and you see a spectral form of Reginald coming over to this dweeby looking mustached man. Darbo raises his arm in salute. I do too, oh seven. And, uh, a single tear rolls down his, his face. <laughs> um, both of them uh, float away with the rest of the souls into the sky. The walls continue to dissolve. And uh, the party is left in this huge canyon from whence you came. And there is but a single oil lamp left that is starting to slowly go out. And as it slowly goes out, the party is descent into darkness. And there is complete blackness. (gasps) He was my ride home. (laughs) (laughs) The end. I love it. Yay. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, oh my gosh. It was great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much Woo. for listening to our special Halloween one shot. I hope you all enjoyed and catch you on the next side of Fae Finders. Hell yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that fire bitch yeah, took I know, my right? Necklace. Like fucking hell. And the horse. Oh my God. Yeah. The horse. The horse.